Sin, colon, the movie, released October 24th, 2000. Welcome to the new millennium, Nick, and what a millennium it is Wow! Uh, here in the future. This is a weird way to start. I didn't know how to handle this. Yeah, I don't... Well, I, thank I, you for I, introducing I, me, Dylan. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm Dylan. I'm Nick. And this is Attract Mode. <laughs> The cleanest, the smoothest oh, man. intro. We've really figured this thing out. Uh-huh. We have buttered up all the edges. Yeah. For- <laughs> just glide into podcast mode. <laughs> right. 43 episodes in. But Nick. Yeah. We seem to be missing someone. There is a hollowness where when you, you said my name, I said your name. Then no one said anyone else's name. <laughs> yeah. No one else exists. <laughs> no one else existed in that moment. Uh, Yeah. So I don't. How do you want to? How do you want to broach the subject? Nick's dead. I mean, Joe's yeah, dead. I'm dead. I died. <laughs> My ghost is here to record the podcast, right. and that spooked Joe right, <laughs> right. out of here. Right. So I you can't, can't handle, handle this. ghosts. Can't do it. Especially the ghosts of family members. Right. It's really sad for him. No. Uh, faithful Joe. Precious Joe. Um, faithful. He has faithfully <laughs> quit. <laughs> uh, he hasn't quit. Look, no, he hasn't. When, when we started this, when we started the show, we said at any point we might bow out. We might not make it the whole way. And Joe, uh, more honest than the rest of us, uh, <laughs> he was straight up like, hey, this is killing me. Yeah, this is deteriorating what minimal sanity I have left. I got to go. So he he will be back. Yes. Um, but we're going to just sort of have him rotate in on movies he likes. Yeah. And uh, that um, selfish bastard just <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling this one. I'll come in for this one. And, and Dylan and I will steadfast carry on the duty. The mission. Two documentarians <laughs> exploring a world of terrible anime. <laughs> uh, and it's in the movie. Yeah. Fits, fits that right in. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. How do we begin, Dylan? <laughs> well, let's talk about Sin, the game that Sin the movie is based off of. Uh, yeah. So Sin. So I only know Sin as the kind of uh, the antithesis, the counterpoint to Half Life, because they were both they were both first person shooters, kind of a re- released around the same time in like the late 90s or so um sin you were saying last episode that there's some like id connection yeah i i was talking on my butt i don't really know <laughs> okay well this this movie <laughs> kind of lends some credence to that oddly enough that we can get into um but at the very least we you know it was built on the quake engine so yeah so that's all i know is that sin and half-life kind of came out around the same time and sin did not take off the way Half-Life, like Half-Life, you know, helped burgeon Valve into like what they are now. And yeah, when Sin we were looking up stuff that. about this movie, I found a plot, su- not plot summary. Well, yeah, maybe it was a synopsis that said um, 
based on the popular video game franchise. And I was like, mm, this is a lie. Everything on this page is subject to <laughs> questionability. Yeah, complete conjecture. Yeah. Uh, it was not popular. I do remember hearing about it um, like in that Half-Life time, in that era. I remember yeah. hearing this game existed, but it just wasn't on my radar. When you had limited funds to buy games, you bought the one game that everybody was playing because it sounded cool. Um, so I missed this one. And I'm sure there are sin diehards out there like no man no you don't even you, you don't understand even it was a revelation you don't know how those mutants made me feel <laughs> they made me feel things i never felt before i, I became a man playing sin <laughs> i don't so i don't want to talk about it yet yeah well maybe i should <laughs> so, oh wow get the interesting thing out of the so, way it's an emotional roller coaster you're it doesn't me on. it doesn't line up with the end of the movie but the end of the video game uh, I guess spoilers for anyone who cares to play that video game at this point in their lives and doesn't know the end. Um, the, the villain from this movie is also the villain in, in the video game, but a very mm. different ending instead mm. of like the things that happen in this movie. She just turns into uh, a rocket ship. Wait, <laughs> she, she physically <laughs> turns into a rocket ship. Yeah. Okay. That's I read cool, I guess. I read some Wikipedia article, no, a fandom wiki for this video game and it says um only for her to escape by transferring her entire bo- oh wait, transferring. I thought transforming. Ah. Transferring her entire body into a rocket. She before- put her consciousness in the rocket. Well, that sounds like she just got inside a rocket when you transfer your body anywhere. I Why is it consciousness? It says transferring her entire body. Hmm. so wow wow this bit <laughs> this bit bit it it bit the dust this did not work i th- i thought it said transforming i really that's a better that's a better ending i it, think i that's like a weird shit <laughs> it's like they saw that like half-life ended with that weird ass alien baby and they're like fuck we gotta we gotta go yeah, we, we gotta swing for the fences she converts her body um okay S- start us off with this movie we begin we begin with text red text on a black background i don't even remember what was there was like a phrase in there it was like uh god's cryptograph that's all i remember that's a <laughs> that's a phrase that sticks in your brain and 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 can never be shaken loose they say something about god's cryptograph yeah so the opening text is like basically saying if we can map the human genome and control it we can do whatever we want we can be gods that's the the summary thesis of the movie i guess and uh, hitting a lot of notes um um for anime for especially sci-fi anime we got a uh, transhumanism uh we got uh christian allegory and imagery mm-hmm. uh we just got a bunch of bullshit lore <laughs> that most anime trades in um there's a lot happening and then we get we shuffle into the scene that's the most confusing scene in this entire movie and i feel like this is like a reoccurring thing with a lot of bad films we watch where it's like the film like no one at this tier of cinema movie making knows how flashbacks work <laughs> they don't know that you need to like yeah you, you you need to like mile marker like appropriately like this is the flashback and then this is the point where we're looking back at the flashback like we need to like chronologically like order what is what is the present and what is the past? And this this opening scene 
is very bad at doing that. Because it starts with like a watchman ass, like everyone in the rain in a graveyard burying a person, like it's as a funeral. And who are they burying? Uh, Mr. John C. Armack. Yeah. <laughs> People desperate for that, for to get John Carmack's attention between this and that Doom Annihilation movie. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, so they talk about how there's this guy, John Armack, who they call JC. John yeah. Christopher Armack. So apparently um, in the video game, his character name is JC. Last name is classified. Oh, wow. And so they decided to give him part of John Carmack's name. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, <laughs> they gave his... him his whole name, but they just split it up into different right. parts. And they say it a bunch of times in this movie, even though as a character in the game he was from, they don't say his name explicitly. Yeah. Like why JC JC is also the the protagonist's name in the first Deus Ex game and maybe yeah. the second one too but at the very least the first one also um, uh you know the the son of God right Jeezy Crazy <laughs> my boy JC is so short for Jeezy Crazy um the Masizi there's a lot of Deus Ex vibes in this like it's 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 a cyberpunk it's like sometime at this point like I mean it, it's near future tiny little um, glasses. Tiny little glasses, itty bitty yeah. little glasses, um, and like hover cars and just like dystopia, like just Robocop and and Judge Dredd and just all that stuff. You <laughs> Notes know, of uh, all of these things, yeah. Blade Runner, yeah. Um, and so yeah, so they're like going back and forth between them burying JC to like the last mission he was on, and mm-hmm. he's on this mission with the protagonist, but character. because because we've not played the games we have no clue who anyone is no and because of the way they present this scene it isn't until someone calls him jc like that that we start to piece together like oh this is the guy they're talking about at the funeral it's yeah. like like you said no one knows how to do a flashback no one knows how to lead in a scene instead it's just like a hard cut to a lot of action happening chasing people through a street there there's like a monster in a, they're they're like literally chasing it down the street in kind of car like things. Uh, they they remind me a lot of like Lego space vehicles. Like okay, sure, the, the yeah, ones yeah, like yeah. with the like the rollers that you you know yeah, meant like to drive on alien ones. planets. Yeah, because um, they have like these like super sloped um, mm-hmm. like uh, hinged openings on top for the glass like cockpit. Um, Anyways, so they're chasing this thing around. They someone is furiously hacking, but I'm pretty certain they don't say his name at this point. That, that that's JC, right? That's I JC. know, I know yes. it is. Oh, okay, but I think during this scene, I don't think they tell us. Um, <laughs> it everything looks visually like. Uh, I I know you use the word parallax. They they parallax the backgrounds, but they also like parallax the front and back seat of the car so that when the camera like pans you know they slide different directions Mm -hmm. um and uh there's a lot of just like awkward cg usage to establish the city they're driving in and whatnot um it reminds me of like a fox afternoon cartoon except we're gonna get way gorier and adult Um, oh boy but but it has a lot of the like vibes of that level of animation Um, sure were you just a fox kid? You reference fox a lot. No, 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 no. 
we, we, <laughs> no, I, don't you dare. <laughs> yeah. All right. You motherfucker. <laughs> no, I, I wasn't a Fox kid, which is why Boomerang for life, why it sort of stands out visually to me. Like I still, okay. I mean, I liked some Fox shows. I don't want to like fully shit on it, mm-hmm. but family guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I mean like Fox kids stuff. Like there was a period in life where I did watch some of it, but I was never big into Digimon, which I think is when I've probably talked about it the most. Yeah, because that's where it aired, um, and uh, there there was just a sort of like a style that I think they were specifically targeting with the CG use that makes it stand out as being of this era and seeming cheap to me. Um, but moving on, they see this monster, they they shoot at it. Some it's like carrying somebody that they're trying to chase. Yeah, this blue-haired uh, girl. Yeah. Um, and they they hack into the sewer system when they chase it into the sewers and are able to like pin it into one specific place. So they all get out, they crawl into the sewers, and they're gonna get this thing. And then I guess for whatever reason, JC thinks, I'll do this alone, and uh crawls into a tunnel, at which point the monster has what, sunk into the floor? He like turns into like a giant booger that blocks the the <laughs> tube. Like it doesn't make any sense because like you there's like supposed to be some sort of dramatic irony there where he like reaches out towards this big like ball of clay that's in the middle of the pipe mm. and you're supposed to be like, No, don't do that. That's the monster, but you have no idea it's the monster. Yeah. But also why would you do that regardless? Like and just don't yeah. touch gross things in the sewer. Well, you know. Um curiosity. Yeah. So the monster morphs around him and then like fuses with him, yes. Um, which requires our hero, whose name we also don't know in this scene, but we'll just start calling him Blade because that's what his Blade. name is. John Blade uh, shoots his friend JC to try to kill him. Um, so they are having this funeral cut back and forth. So you kind of assume, okay, yeah, he killed him. But no, killing someone when they're in this like uh, mutant monster state is a lot harder. They've they've just kind of ticked him off and then decided to have a funeral for him anyway. So I think we should also talk about how gory the it gets here because like pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure, like it wasn't it didn't upset me. It was a, it was a kind of I mean, also it's animated, so like animated gore like i have a higher tolerance for Mm -hmm. but when uh blade first unloads a clip into the mutant jc it like blows off half of his face like instantly it's just like three giant bullet holes appear and just like just like a just giant exit wound going out of his head and you're like oh that wasn't that wasn't the level of detail i was expecting from this animated video game adaptation um but it gets worse later it's clear like whatever animation budget they had they put into the violence for for at least for most of the movie we'll sort of talk about how that drops off later but at this point anytime you see violence it's like oh somebody was like super into making this part and uh and that's where they spent their time and money um So I I appreciate that on a certain level. Like it gave me a reason to pay attention to the movie to just see the next cool moment of ridiculous hyperviolence. Um everyone in this film has crazy high blood pressure though as we discussed. <laughs> just like the future must be super stressful 
because yeah. any kind of minor pinprick and they are fountain of blooding it it is out of out of places the, the first time jc uh is is converted into the monster he's just spraying blood without even yeah. having wounds it's just shooting he like out flexes because he's like begging them to kill him he's yeah. like help me and they just just like out of out of like underneath his clavicle and all this shit yeah um all right so yeah so so that scene happens um and they 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 succeed in wounding jc but not killing him they cut back to the funeral they bury i guess an empty casket um and then everyone goes back to you know back to work um the we'll explain now that blade and his uh uh, partner (laughs) kate who was also on this mission yeah um they work for hardcore (laughs) they're the hardest of hardcore um which is apparently the future police force yeah they have like judge dread ass scale badges like on their shoulders it's dumb in the game apparently several well-respected sec forces uh fuse together and call themselves hardcore i love hardcore sex yeah uh so it's just it is just like a private cop super force um and uh but they do have at least on some level to answer to what was the organization like (laughs) the universal military yeah whatever they are uh so some some the (laughs) the hardcore facility is uh it's hardcore penetrated by an outsider who comes uh-huh. in and like they want to stop her. They're like, lady, you can't go in there. And she says, hey, look at my shoulder. And it's her universal military badge. And they go, oh, oh, sorry. I guess you can go right on in. Ah, f- ah fuck. Uh, you got me. Yeah. Oh, dang. <laughs> so she goes in, marches into Blade's office. He is Captain Blade, apparently, uh, which sounds a lot more like a pirate name than a cop. But. Uh, Captain John Blade, <laughs> <laughs> the scourge of the seven seas. You're the worst pirate I've ever heard of, uh, but you have heard of me. Um, so she she pulls rank and tries to say that like, hey, you have to let me interview the girl you got out of this situation and tell me everything about your investigation. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, Kate Kate in, in, interrupts here and says a careless interrogation could destroy her mind. <laughs> yeah, I can't trust you. Um, but instead of like easing this stranger's concern or talking about like this is my jurisdiction or, or anything. Yeah. John Blade, who has no <laughs> character yet in the movie, just folds his arms and ignores her until she gives up <laughs> like he refuses to say a word and then eventually she says fine i'll tell you who i am jc was my brother i'm such and such armac i don't remember her name she she she, she is jamie jamie armac yes that's so right she is also jc <laughs> they also have a c <laughs> in their middle name that's great <laughs> so jamie armac uh is very angry she has revealed who she is and then she leaves. <laughs> That's <laughs> that is that scene. There's just no like. This no, is how you introduce characters. Nick. Yeah, I don't know if you do this. I, I guess I'm learning an awful lot. Um, all right. What 
what happens when she leaves oh we that this is so confusing this movie jumps around so they leave and we're kind of led to believe like okay blade is like a stoic like no nonsense i won't even talk to somebody uh kind of character maybe even a silent protagonist um uh and then the very next scene is him on like the roof of the hardcore building with Elise, the little girl who the 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 monster we should we should describe the monsters they look like humanoid forms with um just like bulging muscles and they're kind of yeah kind of they kind of give me like i don't know i i, I watched full metal alchemist recently so they do give me homunculus vibes sure, i can see that which are the monsters in that but just like over yeah, muscle humanoids is yeah, yeah with some occasional weird deformities yeah, with like spikes sometimes, yeah. and like either like olivey skin or like gray skin. Yes, yeah. So this girl who they rescued from one it's of fine. those things, I give it a C in terms of monster yeah, not design. great, not like it, it, see you. I assume they're like the cannon fodder monsters in the game at some point, and you just kind of blast a bunch of them. Like um, a mid, mini boss, yeah. Um, so the little girl Elise is on the roof and. Uh, Blade decides to have a heart to heart with her because that's who he can open up to. Right. Because at first, because there, there's, there's this also this like scientist researcher dude that's like part of oh, their yeah. like team is this Dr. Light motherfucker. Very. And they, he straight up says she hasn't said a word and like basically like implies that she is like comatose or something mm-hmm. or like verbally comatose like is in shock and will refuse to speak and hasn't said anything since she's been rescued and then motherfucking captain blade just like saunters up to her and he's like hey and she's like i'm going the now, now i'm gonna be I'll sociable everything yeah like let's talk yeah because apparently she also she like witnessed her parents dying uh like the monster killed her parents and, and don't and worry blade has had his fair share of trauma to share with this child mm-hmm. he explains that his entire body has been replaced with cybernetic parts and he's more mm-hmm. robot than man um and uh she thinks that's pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> wow a robot guy yeah and she gives him the heartwarming advice don't die <laughs> right as he goes off to his next mission yeah. he gives he presents her here uh uh she has like a small flashback like thinking about her dead parents yeah does like, he also have a flashback does he tell her about his dad no i don't think he explains that okay in there um, when does that come in that comes in a little bit later okay um but he uh, she also was thinking about this stuffed teddy bear she had and he presents her the stuffed bear because i guess he found it when they were in the midst Mm -hmm. of of rescuing her so yeah so he goes off to do something we get a cut to another another yet to be defined character um her name is they they introduce her as the president um of syntech Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> Syntech Industries, which uh, I, I guess is the namesake of the game, um, is this woman that is like in like scuba gear, submerged in water, on a Zoom call for some reason. I guess that's how you <laughs> yeah. do teleconferencing in zoom, the future. You gotta get that headset on and then bury it in a cooling yeah. tank so it doesn't overheat and fry your brain. This is how Skype tried to get back on top. They introduced these sensory <laughs> yeah. deprivation chambers yes. to. 
increase productivity. Look, um, in the pandemic, working from home can be distracting. We all know this. Right, exactly. So you need to cut off all light and sound from your environment. Please submerge yourselves in this for saline solution. For of $25,000, we can install. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so she is basically at a board meeting. She's like talking about like all of her investments uh, within the company and... I forget what they talk about specifically. I think she just, I think she explains that she is like responsible for the mutant at this point, like to her subordinate. Yes. Does she not? Um, well, mm, she talks about, or at least implies that like some sort of vagary like that. Hey, like, you know, this is because, because she's like watching a newsreel of like the report about the mutant and she's yeah. like, this is good for us. Something, something. I don't know. The subtitles are going really fast at this point and That's I was true. trying to keep up. But so she's talking to this guy and they're having this back and forth. And then at some point she's just like, hey, Jim, like, it, you know, it's time for your semi annuals. You got to get these numbers up, man. And like <laughs> she goes, like, I expected better from you. And then he like pleads with her, uh, you know, in this video screen that she's watching and he goes, no, 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 I'm so sorry. And then it just cuts out his feed and then it's just a red screen that says <laughs> fired on it, yep. which implies what? That she killed him? Yeah, he's dead. I mean, that's the impression <laughs> I got, but when you get fired in this industry, yes, it's, yeah, it's life or death. Right. Yeah. You might as well die. You're, you're, you you're nothing. Well. You're nothing anymore. That's why everyone's blood pressure is so high. They're all stressed out. So uh, she 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 um, reemerges out of out of her her tank back to and, tank. Yeah, and she uh, she walks out and talks to kind of her her right hand man, who I don't know if they say his name at this point, but we'll go ahead and say it. It's um oh shit, did I even did I write it down? Some Italian fucking Just name. Just call him Frank Stein. No, <laughs> he. What is his name? Did I not write it down? Man- Mancini? No, that's the other. Yeah, no, no, this is Mancini. He is Mancini. Okay. He is Mancini. He is the Mancini. Um, he is the Mancini. The wearing his Mancini. First name Man. Second name Chini. Um. So they introduce Mancini, who is like her right hand man. Um. He is apparently the head of the mafia, or like one of the crime bosses within the mafia. Also, there's a mafia. Also, at no point in this movie do they clarify where they are because it's like no. there, there's enough like techno- technological futurism to like make the the city that they're in non-distinct in terms of like cultural origin, right? Like, also, like, the skyline is badass, but makes it impossible to tell what the city is as well. Right, exactly. There are some really great visuals in this bizarre and poorly paced movie but where you do see like the skyline it's it's a normal you know fairly modern city uh below and then there's this like dome structure not domes yeah. it's like arms structure yeah. it's like a it's like, like a suspended that come up yeah and, and to has a central an point. entire suspended city hanging over top of the city yeah. which seems like maybe not like necessarily the most efficient way to build but no uh you could see it happening when people want to keep the the other people down below right yeah when you want an elysium situation (laughs) right uh it's a neat visual it looks pretty cool um but uh, so the video game takes place in freeport city of Mm, freeport of course yes and presumably that's what they were just assuming here but they never will tell us uh, they make a reference at some point to new york 
in such a way to imply that they are in New York, but never say it directly. You know, they have characters that are a part of the mafia, which would assume Mm -hmm. the... Well, there's Chicago mafia, there's mafias everywhere. But at least it's American. Like I oh, would assume sure. the the well, American mafia. <laughs> I don't think this is in Italy, but there there are Italian <laughs> mafias in Italy, and you know other mafias in other places. So I don't know what you mean. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um. And I ain't heard of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I say my, nothing to nobody. My lips are sealed. Uh. So yeah. So they have a back and forth, and uh, they are they they're apparently buddies they're 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 pretty close they're not what, only from what buddies, i understand uh-huh he's polishing her orbs in the next scene so <laughs> so at this point before you even get to this next scene i straight up asked nick hey do you think we're gonna get a a, a, a naked a shower the list or, or a topless shower scene in this movie yeah. and he was like, like why take do you, your bets yeah and you were like why do you ask me such things why <laughs> must i have to grapple we're already so low <laughs> Why must we seek lower? Um, but yeah, so they have the scene. Please, Dylan, don't make me do this. <laughs> <laughs> so they have the scene um, where Mancini and the president, um, the president, her full name uh, being Alexis with an E. Yeah, uh, E-L-E-X-I-S. Uh, Alexis, Sinclair. Sinclair. Um, no, are, syntax. So sinning wasn't even a religious thing the whole whoa. time. Oh, she's, <laughs> you know, it's just proud you know cultural pride pr- proud of their name yeah um they are they are getting intimate they are in in the boudoir you remember together how grossed out we are we were before they started getting intimate there's a, a, a scene transition where she like i oh, think right. it's her ring yeah he has to kiss the ring and, and in, by in kiss the, the ring way. he like leans down and it's super close up of the <laughs> mouth uh-huh. and he just sticks his tongue out and waggles <laughs> it and they make this like <laughs> Yeah. sound effect he's like it is ah, so ah, unpleasant ah, 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 ah. <laughs> yeah well, it would have been better if it was that like the like jojo's bizarre adventure oh, sure. cherry okay. thing uh-huh. it, but like instead there was this like just gross like slurp slurp <laughs> i like <laughs> how this dude is like a made guy in the mafia and like he never learned to like literally kiss the ring he just right. that just like that that lesson was just cut out from his mafia schooling you and think, so he's like so, all right don't fuck this so, up don't fuck this up no, 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 no. In, in the fiction you're presenting he didn't do this because he knew he was about to have sex with her he did this because that's how he always kisses the ring yeah. like when yeah when, when he it meets is don, don corleone's <laughs> ring yeah. and yeah. he's just like oh boss i'm so honored to be here let me kneel and kiss your ring and he just starts <laughs> filleting the don's <laughs> finger <laughs> but like the don knows that this guy is like like you know he's like the son of like his his best man or like his you know you know his brother in blood he's like i can't i can't say nothing i can't Plus say nothing to this it. kid god (laughs) (laughs) all right so you come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding and then i come oh (laughs) (laughs) you come to me and i come to you yeah we're all coming together and that's how you make a made man oh no uh (laughs) i don't think you can make a man that way (laughs) um so when we do finally get to their disturbing and bizarre sex scene, it is, it, it's not a full on sex scene. It's a, like a pre, no. it's a fondling yeah, it's scene that is, it's clearly leading there or, you the know, second like base, in his mind it is. I don't know how the uh, bases work. 
but he is literally just imagine like your arm is extended out stiff just straight out and then all you do is a is you you cup your hand around something and twist your wrist back and forth yeah. and that is that is his technique for warming up his lover is just... honest. <laughs> i like how this this man the image we are constructing of this italian american man is the most socially inept person yes, he's like kissing he the ring kissing the ring is <laughs> all right you know um um essentially groping this woman you know making this woman feel good it's just like a <laughs> like like <laughs> twisting <laughs> a screw in right exactly like it's gonna like slide three times and then the cap's gonna come off right <laughs> Uh, it is it is strange and and like she is going along with it but i don't get the sense that she's into it <laughs> she's just like point. yeah okay it's not uh, it's not the worst it's not the worst intimate well, i think it's just an indignity had. she's willing to suffer to get what she wants because she's just right. like waiting for him to be done and then she's like hey all right you fondled me enough take a look at this news report or or what maybe not news report but this like military camera um and shows him these monsters just yeah. destroying some squad of soldiers somewhere else in the world he's like you like this i you know the halloween part of this year is gonna be sick yeah. um and she explains to him these are monsters that we have created my father and i did some experiments yeah There's i was working no in the lab of the science one behind night. it <laughs> yeah, exactly oh no explanation of the science just straight into it we did some experiments and we made these things and now we're controlling them and they're killing everybody isn't that cool and he's Um, like yeah that's cool and then she's like well all right i'm glad you're into it let's have a drink to celebrate (laughs) and this woman comes up with a silver tray with two glasses Mm -hmm. of wine and he's like to to our future success because apparently they're going to you weaponize the mutants for the mafia to use or right. something unclear yeah. um and so he drinks his wine downs the whole thing you know classy dude uh and then immediately like convulses yeah <laughs> and falls over <laughs> you know which it, i didn't know because they didn't make the wine green like they normally oh, do in movies yeah. so i was i was surprised that, that scorpion green wine yeah it's the only um, wine i drink <laughs> scorpion green wine available at your local <laughs> aldi's i don't know um so yeah he he chokes on the wine collapses and then in the next scene we have uh her laying him out on a yeah. operating table yeah. slicing his belly open <laughs> Wait, first of all she, torturing him she's she's like this is how i get naughty <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh so he, she cuts him open uh makes a point to say that she's not using anesthetic and it's pretty clear she's turning him into a monster, but we kind of fade out on that scene. Yeah. Like, we know what's happening. We get the idea. I like how the process for this is like, I'm just going to stab a scalpel into your abdomen and hope things yeah. go well. I'll <laughs> probably do it. Yeah. That's yeah, what you do, right? Just a couple pokes here and like, hey, you're you're mutant now? Yeah. Um, Our next major sequence that I can remember is the team is driving through the streets again and chasing down well no i guess it's some other members of hardcore mm-hmm. have chased down the monster uh a, no nope they're following a report of a monster and instead they find elise in an alleyway right um and what's weird about this is elise 
in seemingly in the beginning of the movie had blue hair. Yes. Then on the rooftop scene, definitely had blonde hair. Yes. And then in this scene, has blue hair again. Right. Which made us ask, are these two different girls? Yeah, or what's going on here? And we're pretty sure at this point it's just lighting was the intent. But, yeah. surprise, this isn't Elise. It is <gasps> two girls. Which, it honestly, I didn't even capture that in the scene. It's only when I thought I back either. on it. Yeah. But it makes sense now. Because I was like, how did Elise get from the rooftop to here? When they left to go out like looking for monsters, it doesn't make sense, but it's not actually Elise. Instead, uh, the first like hardcore guy goes up to her and she picks up her teddy bear. Now, this is weird. because She also has a teddy bear. She also has the teddy bear that Blade just gave her. They definitely, at this point, they definitely at this point want you to think it's Elise. But like how would the monster that is pretending to be Elise, which big surprise, that's what's happening here. She's a shapeshifter. Um, and it's actually JC. Uh, how did JC know that she would have a teddy bear? <laughs> it's, this hurts my I brain. Don't, I don't, also, I don't know. also, also, also JC can kill all of these guards, all these hardcore guys with like zero effort. So why be the little girl in the first place? I don't know, but none of it matters. What's interesting is that the teddy bear also forms into like a little like caco demon. It's just like a <laughs> you know demon head thing that's yeah. also his gun. <laughs> yeah, so he which like is he pretty cool. He, he goes from Elise to like almost like a teenager. Like he gets taller and like more wicked looking, but it's like still like just has like, like that's what happens in puberty. <laughs> you get wicked when you become a teenager. You get wicked looking. They're they're Boston. They're in Boston. I got gotcha. the Boston mafia. Um. Yeah, and so he he just starts blowing people up. Like this is probably like the first really gory scene. Like it's just yeah, like it's solid. It's just he like the first shot tears a guy clean in half, and he just collapses to the ground, both halves, and then it you know they don't pull away. And it's it's like also showing like his like, skin like exploded too. It's like open all over. It's not yeah. just in half. Yeah. So you could like you can see the spinal column, you can see organs, you can see blood tissue. Like it like they don't. They don't shy away from any of it. And and I was kind of like, oh. And then she points the teddy bear head at some other guy and his head. So th- here's what I think. You said it's like a gun, and I think it is effectively like a gun, but I don't think it projects like a physical anything. No, I think it's it, like, like energy. Yeah, it like radiates, like, but you never see it. Psi- so, psionic energy. Yeah, some kind of psychic energy or, or something, something invisible. So you just see it raise the arm up, and then a dude's head just pops yeah (laughs) just like bulges and then bursts yeah and i mean this is this is the best animation in the movie this scene probably um it's a it's a trackable action sequence it's gory as fuck and if you like gore that's cool um and uh slowly this creature sort of expands and evolves and becomes more like the monster that jc was when it took him over right um which when blade arrives on the scene he sees it he like we got a uh, a superimposed normal jc over top of yeah monster jc so JC's that we know head is like coming out of its shoulder like it has yeah. a, it has one head and then like part of jc's face is like protruding yeah. out um so they fight it for a while they uh he has trouble blade has trouble shooting his friend again he's like traumatized i guess um which like again the character doesn't do what you expect him to do in some ways that's good except he i don't like him <laughs> yeah, like he's not driven not, by anything like he's not yeah. driven by like emotion or like like if he was um like 
the idea that he might get emotional and like freeze up and not kill this monster because it has part of JC and um makes sense, but like there's no indication that he would do that. Right. Like because there's no characterization. Like if we had some characterization in previous scenes, either him spending time with JC before that death, granted it's a one hour movie, they don't have a lot of time, or when JC's sister came in, if he commiserated with her and was like, Look, I cared about JC too he was important to me. He was my friend instead just folding his arms and ignoring her. Like there was nothing to indicate this guy has any kind of <laughs> emotional depth at all until he talked to the little girl. And even then he made it about himself. Right. He's like, so I was, I'm a robot. So they <laughs> fight a little bit. Like, um, he dives behind cover with Kate and some of the other hardcore soldiers. And Kate is the one who actually does shit here. She like, yeah, brings out some crazy super gun and blasts this guy to smithereens. Um, I, is this the death of JC? Is this scene like... I believe so. Yeah, I she they, just like they, blows him up into yeah. <laughs> into pieces and then blows those pieces up. Yeah. Um, and then the and, hardcore and <laughs> researchers like come and bag him and tag him. Yeah. What's funny about that though is that she's like, Blade, get down! And then blows him up and it's like that sequence plays out. Then we cut to jc's sister who is in the police station i guess still yeah and uh mancini now looking like some kind of like uh frankenstein uh wishmaster hybrid he's just like yeah. green and gross demon literal form. bolts in his but neck <laughs> are like bone <laughs> protrusions that look just like the frankenstein classic still wearing monster bolts. his mafioso suit though still <laughs> right. still repping the style yeah. Um, he's threads. going through and killing police everywhere in Hardcore's base, and she tries to stop him, points her gun at him, shoots him a few times. He says, yeah, you think bullets can stop me? And then mirroring the blade scene, someone says, get down, and she drops to the ground, and someone starts shooting him. Um, yeah, but well, this he has is like where, a grenade launcher and shoots a grenade, yeah. and it like sh- makes him fly back down the hall. Yeah. And this is where... I, I'm so confused. We talked about it earlier. So all of a sudden, I guess he kind of does a teleports behind you. The, well, they can all turn into like puddles. They can turn yeah. into like the T-1000 like. Yeah. It's like a sludge like puddle. Yeah. Um, but he gets behind JC's JC. sister, Jamie. We're going to call her J- Jamie. J- JC's sister, JC. Yes. Okay. That's good too. <laughs> he gets behind JC's sister, JC and uh, wraps up around the guy who shot him. And then they do this like back and forth moment where they're like, oh, uh, could you kill him and kill us both? I don't think you can. Um, And she sees her brother projected onto this guy. So it's like the same scene, but with entirely different meaning. This guy is not her brother killing this guy who is definitely going to die anyway because this monster is like fusing into him is is the sure, end but of she could be she could be reminded of her brother like maybe she re- read the status report of that mission or something just then... did that they no, just that. did the the projected over I get that. it's too much you got to do one of those scenes only one that. of those scenes can stand they're both fine on their own but, but doing them both is is so like lazy because it's like clearly they had the idea 
And then they had the same idea and they didn't go back and look and say, hmm, well, <laughs> we kind of used this twice. Maybe Why? we should change it. Yeah. You know, if it's good enough for one time, might as well do it twice. I um, guess so. But anyways, she decides that she's not going to give this man a merciful death and decides she's going to let him die slowly and painfully being mm-hmm. absorbed by this monster. And then the soldier that literally saved her ass a minute before yeah. is like, I'm not, I'm not going out that way. And then performs seppuku on himself. <laughs> I mean, he's, yeah, he was a badass, I guess. Uh, it's that, unfortunate. That unnamed character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good old Jenkins went out the um, way he came in. So Frankenstein's Mancini uh, <laughs> does manage to kidnap Elise. Yes. The real Elise and not a mm-hmm. clone <laughs> shapeshifter real, Elise. The realist Elise. The realist Elise you've seen. Um, and gets her and leaps out of there i think they might chase him i can't remember but they lose him he gets away regardless um then we're brought to (laughs) elise is like strapped down on a table is it jumped to that scene yet or is it we i mean we can talk about now she's on a table that's in the shape of a cross so again some nice christian uh imagery for you yeah elise wait alexis sinclair is there explaining to her that she is going to be the new Eve of a new era of human evolution. Right. We never, as far as I can tell in this movie are given any reason to understand why Elise is important to these monsters. Nope. She's just the character. They want to start some new global monster apocalypse with. If I understand anime though. um, Yeah. Your theory is fine. It's, it's probably something the effect of her father was also a researcher about researching God's cryptograph. But and they never, never once <laughs> suggest anything like that. Nope. Um, but they do. we do get the info dump. We get so much fucking information dumped on us at this point, both from yeah. uh, Alexis and then also Dr. Light back at the hardcore headquarters. But like Alexis's father apparently was doing all this research into this evolutionary stuff and he got discredited and he started working on a bunch on his own. And then what his uh, like either the military or some powerful organization caught wind of it and assassinated his wife as like a threat to him. And then he committed suicide. So Alexis like continued his work. And then we go back to, the the police station hardcore headquarters and dr light is explaining that all to uh blade and kate and the other people that are there because they have like successfully like uh acquired the mutant bodies and have analyzed them and is explaining like the only person that has like this level of technology or understanding of like the evolution or god's cryptograph is is the the sin is sin tech and so they're like they just immediately jump to the conclusion that Syntec is responsible for this and that Alexis is obviously at the, you know, um, the one responsible for all of the bad goings on, which is just yeah. an incredible leap of logic. But also, like, as an audience, it's like you're just waiting for the movie to catch up to what you already know. Right. Like, as the audience, we know all of that in spite of it not, you know, they're, they're not being a logical path to it. We've just been shown it. We haven't been... Yeah led to it we've just been clearly shown it so why can't they just know what they know and it doesn't have to be explained because who's the explanation for right 
yeah it's for um, themselves but that's the thing like that's the thing that really kind of drives you up a wall it's, and it's kind of why i don't like this style of storytelling where it's like mm-hmm. we show both the, the good guys and the bad guys and show mm-hmm. both of their like it, you know there's a lot of ways it works but like in a lot of ways like this you know they haven't built the dramatic irony in the right way or like you know the yes. the evil team doesn't start out as the villain so like there has to be the shock and awe moment that never pays off because you as the audience member already knows yeah. um yeah it, so. it, it's it, and that's exactly how I feel is like we know they're going there to fight them at their base. Just get us there. Don't waste my time with scenes in between. But what's kind of cool is that the whoever is the head of the uh, whoever is in charge of hardcore, whoever is like the politician that like mm-hmm. allows them to do or like the judge or whatever that like gives them the court order to like raid the Syntec headquarters mm-hmm. is straight up like no. No, you can't do that. Like, you don't... Everything you're saying is conjecture. Like, you literally have no evidence that that this I mean, that, <laughs> that these people are responsible, which is, like, a, a, a refreshing amount of, like, like realism. Uh, yeah, all right. I was going to say responsibility, but... <laughs> sure. It's a weird thing, because obviously, like, in this framing, they're wrong to not go without yeah. evidence you know like because they would have been right if they just raided the place um what what gets them over that hump do they just go on their own maybe i miss well first they have to meet this old guy that is never explained who he is within the movie but he's like this old sagely dude he's obviously supposed to be like the wise and good guy that's like informing everyone yeah um but he basically is like this old friend of blade's dad um charlie blade and then we get a flashback that's kind of been like interceding a little bit but you're not really clear on what it is but basically what happened is that there was a flashback to um uh blade and his dad and outside like some courthouse and they're delivering this data um on like this this floppy disk to someone and then literally like a squad of tanks roll up in front of the courthouse (laughs) and just gun blade and his dad down um and there's like a hospital scene where like they're both like in you know critically injured and like on life support and dr light like comes up to his (laughs) blade's dad on his deathbed is like yeah we don't have the technology to to save you but we can save your son and he's like yeah okay you do that yeah as opposed to like some version of the events where he'd be like "Mm, if you can't save me yeah, maybe might as well pull the plug on both of us. Yeah, <laughs> and then he says, "Yes, yeah, save my son because he'll make a good cop." Yeah, <laughs> someday he'll be a great cop. I yeah. know it. Someday he'll break up some peaceful protest at a park somewhere, right? <laughs> and I want him to survive to see that day. And so that's the explanation for why Blade is mostly a cyborg, right? <clears throat> So, um, with that, we get that lore dump for no goddamn reason. And then, uh, this mysterious benefactor is also like, oh, by the way, I have fast acting cancer bullets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is something they say at some point in the movie. Like, yes. they're like, oh, fast acting cancer bullets. That's clever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's right. So they, but what is there any like political hump that they get over to get in this 
No, they just go rogue. They just they're go. just like okay, yeah. And so it's so it's because so there's like this whole like setup scene where they're like a bunch of soldiers are getting ready, and while that's happening, um, JC JC sister JC is uh having a naked shower scene because of course she is, and she is she like is. getting getting prepared for the 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 battle ahead Um, because you were like i bet you there's one in here when we got to that scene you were like yeah (laughs) dylan i don't know i I wasn't that excited but i was like yeah i wasn't pumped okay don't 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 cast me as this weirdo i was just like set it up appropriately you were excited because you win your bet. <laughs> mm-hmm. My bet of nothing because yes. we didn't agree yeah. on any sort of right. stakes. No, no actual compensation for this bet. <laughs> right. Um, Except the knowledge that I was right. You're right. Yeah. I can I can read these movies like a book. Yeah. Which um, the novelization of Sin is really where it's at. <laughs> yeah. Sin colon the movie colon the book. Yeah. Colon the game. So while that's happening, Blade is arguing with the, you know, the higher ups, the powers that be that they need to go on this mission. And they're like, no. And he's like, okay. (laughs) And then he just steals a Quinjet or whatever it is uh, and goes by himself with Kate and JC's sister, JC. Um, Off to CGI Island. Right. They, They fly. They have this. They have that same establishing shot they've been using the entire movie where they mm. have the skyline of the city with the dome structure overhead and then they just plop in the background on the the sea horizon just like this evil ass glowing red tower so evil like no one could do good works there <laughs> right <laughs> you can't build that thing and not do evil yeah it's just like this black kind of crystalline structure that has black like, and red like, yeah, yeah barbs growing mm. out of it at grotesque angles yeah so they get there they they break their way in and at this point the action has like plummeted like i don't know if they ran out of budget as they were uh scripting and choreographing these fight scenes for the animators or if they were just like and then they killed some things but they start using these fast cancer bullets so you (laughs) just get like monster appears bullet goes into monster really bad cg effect bubbles over the monster and then changes the texture like like to one of those like really simple textures you can find in like photoshop or something to make it look like it's like like granite or something yeah Yeah. and and it looks out of place and bad and completely ruins any sense of like tension in you know conflict and combat here they just shoot a bunch of them and turn them into stone yeah, well, and they, then, they put the texture over it. They put yeah. the texture over the monster after it bubbles, and then they like turn the opacity down, so it's just like pure black, so you don't have to look at it anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like we know how this looks, so just like yeah. bring it up a little bit and then take it all down. It's so awful. It's like just an unpleasant sequence. But then also they're navigating this weird, you know, evil base, and scene to scene here, like cut to cut there is not a clear flow of action. You know, you don't like kick in the lobby door, go up the stairs or go up the elevator or, or anything like that. Like there's no following them through this building. It's just cut. And now we're in a different part of the building cut. Now we're scaling the outside of the building cut. Now we're inside the final lab. Like it's, yeah, it's so weird that there's no like segue from scene to scene. Um, and I guess it's just because somebody storyboarded out like on a very high level 
and nobody put any connective tissue between those things. That, or they were given like a hard out at an hour, and they were like, "Shit, yeah. we're, we are we are brushing up against that, so yeah. we gotta go." Maybe some of those scenes were like planned or even animated, and then they got cut in the edit. Yeah. Um, yeah, entirely they're in possible. The, they're in the bleepers. They're in the extra <laughs> credits. <laughs> they're in the director's cut of. I'm, Sin. I'm, gonna make th- I'm gonna make this very very quick aside here. I was just forced to watch the Master of Disguise, Dana Carvey's Master of Disguise, oh, no. the other night. And, and in now you watching can't that, stop thinking about the turtle impression. <laughs> I discovered that that movie has a extremely long credit sequence that has just a bunch of take outtakes and blooper oh, yeah. reels, and yeah. also deleted scenes, including deleted scenes of characters or you know impressions that the master of disguise does not have uh, within the movie itself. Just other Dana Carvey impressions, yeah, right. And the reason for that is because they needed to make the uh, uh, required feature film runtime requirement that we had discussed about on this on the show. <laughs> they just padded it in the credits. They padded it with the cutscenes at the end of that movie. And Incredible. boy, oh boy, was that wild. Anyways, back to Sin Cole. No, 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 no. Back to Dana Carvey. <laughs> First of all, have you heard any recent Dana Carvey shit? No. It sucks. It, it's okay. so bad. I like I'm it so sucks. Like it sucks in like oh, it's not funny, or it sucks in like oh boy, has he like he's lost touch with humanity. Like he he's just has like been, in our alt right way or in like a like not a. F- I don't want to put him on that level. Okay. I don't want to say he's that bad, but in a, I've had too much money and I'm a little bit like too too separated from society to appreciate the ins and outs of society you know like i'm sure he's like oh woke culture is ruining things without having to be all right all right you know sure like he's he's like on that edge uh and it's just so disappointing because i listened to his last stand-up and it was a bummer but also uh what i have i've heard this this internet story so many times so i don't have like a lot of first-hand knowledge i've just heard this from other sources Mm -hmm. but that apparently dana carvey uh was filming master of disguise in the like turtle outfit <laughs> yeah i know this yep <laughs> when when they had to call for everyone on the set to come in to announce to them that 9-11 had happened and that the uh the towers were going down and everybody had this moment of silence with him in full costume yeah. And then they had to go back and finish that movie. They right, just had to yeah. be like, "All right, we've we've done what we need to. We've said this is, you right. know, we, we've had our our moment of respect. Now let's make a turtle impression movie." Right. <laughs> oh, the second tower has fallen, turtle. Turtle. Uh, man, I used to love Dana Carvey, Wayne's World, everything else, and and now it's just like he's got to stop making stuff. <laughs> All right, Nick, I know you really don't want to get back to sin colon the movie, but we got to, we, we got to finish out this film. All, All right, right. So let's just jump uh, to they're in the final chamber. Well, like, I got, we got to talk about, do we Fr- Frankenstein's mankini? <laughs> okay. You got me. You, you've won. <laughs> okay. Tell me about Frankenstein's mankini. All right. Well, it's uh chafes. Um, one piece, two piece, uh, one piece. Okay. Um, he's is it (laughs) so so uh, captain price no wait what's his name captain blade (laughs) uh so captain blade is running to try to get to the to the final chamber and uh alexa sends out uh frankenstein's mankini Mm -hmm. and he's like 
awesome. I will prepare this. I'm so excited. Uh, record player in this like ornate drawing room that we have set up on the way to to the evil lair the best part is as we commented during watching he's like running he's like booking it ahead and so we expect to have like a clashing moment where these two characters run into each other in a hallway and instead blade like opens a door to this room and there is a quiet record player playing classical music and and (laughs) mancini is just sitting in a chair with his legs crossed and he's like you took long enough. And I can just imagine he's like, (laughs) (laughs) just sweating. Yeah. I've been waiting here for you for so very long. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. Um, but this is just like another anime cliche because all they do is like, now that we've seen me in the record room, let's turn off the record and fight. Mm -hmm. Um, but he Uh, is bulletproof. So those dang cancer bullets don't get in his skull. Don't do a damn thing. Uh, Captain Blade goes, I've been or I've ordered a funeral for you. Italian style. (laughs) (laughs) Which I don't know what that means. Does that like come with like, is that like Italian style wedding soup? Is that like. I'm telling you, it's extra sausage. Yeah. (laughs) You're telling me. I'm telling you. In this room. Holy crap. Yeah. Real sausage fest going on right now. (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so they battle the bullets don't work um but again yeah this is definitely one of those things where somebody was like i got the cleverest idea it's gonna be the hero quip moment they're fighting and he's like crushing blade and he's like you forgot my name and he's like what and it's like it's blade <laughs> and, <laughs> and then he, his arm transforms into a yeah you know, like a huge ejects, blade. like robocop's gun style like breaks yeah. out of a side compartment yeah he stabs uh mancini in the head and then it has like a mechanized bomb deployment grenade deployment yeah. device why would you have that on a blade normally i don't know very useful in this situation but sure like do in the line of his normal police work does he regularly have to stab inject bombs into (laughs) when he's fighting luke cage yeah yeah. so he stabs this bomb into mancini's head it blows up and then he did shoot him with some like all right maybe i'm thinking of two scenes what happens after he blows his head up doesn't he expand he's dead yeah yeah yeah. because well because i didn't think it was a bomb i thought he injected him with a bullet Oh man, with a, with a fast acting, maybe know, quick release cancer yeah. bullet. That that could be it. I thought it was like a little grenade, but he did shoot him with some bullets earlier that like sunk into his skin and didn't like you know right. detonate. But Fully also, penetrate. I'm totally skipping over the most important thing in this scene that tried to be clever and failed again, which is he's fighting this guy. The bullets aren't working. He's like down on the ground, and we cut to jc's sister jc Mm -hmm. and she's using her wrist computer which has as you said pokedex style information about this monster somehow and it's like he's weak to electricity and so you think she's either going to call out and tell blade that he's weak to electricity or do something anything related to electricity instead 
after seeing that information, she charges into the room, shoots the guy a bunch of times, which we already know he's bulletproof, so that doesn't do any good, but it is just enough distraction for Blade, who has none of this information, has nope. not been clued in at all, to not grab a, a nearby dangling electric cable and shock the monster in spite of the fact that nobody told him and it wasn't like audible it like it wasn't like the actual pokemon pokedex yeah where it like it wasn't like Man- week mancini italian type oh my god um yeah so he shocks him and then does the blade thing right after that blows the guy's head up or injects him with cancer i don't know which um fast accident cancer pills um mm-hmm. then he like ex- uh, uh, upset stomach <laughs> cancer <laughs> diarrhea <laughs> um he he uh he like explodes into like shards of uh like concrete it almost seems like and uh and then they just get out of there right they just move on to the next scene yeah it's like level up yeah on to the final boss okay Whew. so they so they uh uh um approach alexis who is still in the chamber about trying to do surgery on yeah taking a uh, real long time to do it yeah (laughs) didn't he didn't even hesitate when it came to mankini but with with elise just just really taking her time who is important for reasons nobody knows no uh so they start you know doing their hero villain monologuing back and forth i don't even remember how this scene plays out before yeah, they it get doesn't to... really like it just kind of seems like he's like uh you're arrested now and <laughs> and she's like oh am i well what about this and drops some kind of giant alien chrysalis into the middle of the room um which opens up and turns into crab dad uh <laughs> which is her father like suspended inside it's very like you said final fantasy very like uh he's he's like mechanically fused to this organic body that is sort of some part crab like but also with a giant like reptilian mouth with teeth um and all of the other girls who've been kidnapped which i don't even feel like they've really talked about um all of the other girls who've been kidnapped are in like little like tube jars and it just grabs a bunch of them and bites down (laughs) For no reason. For no reason. It's like, I'm just going to take my time to eat a quick meal before we get started. And they are like clones of Elise or identical to Elise. These are clones. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Which, again, implies some sort of a power that Elise has. But again, some reason she'd be special enough to clone. Right. What the fuck? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Again, it, they it, don't it, it, it feels it feels super Evangelion because like there's the character in Evangelion mm. who is a clone and they keep using her bodies over and over when deteriorates and whatever and they're suspended in, you know, reddish fluid similar to this. It just seems like whoever created Sin just was like super influenced Saw by a bunch, a of, bunch of like better pieces of media yeah. and was like, let's just let's just borrow Let's just steal. Let's just steal. I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah. So fight the big monster. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's a, it's a lot of like just getting bashed around. This monster is bigger, stronger, tougher than yeah. anything that he's faced so far. <laughs> yeah. This monster is Daft Punk. Um, and then as he's like getting brutalized, he has a flashback blade is, uh, has a flashback to that, 
scene that we got just before this raid started so really not that long ago of uh his father saying he's gonna be a great cop someday and that fills him with like holy light and energy (laughs) i am gonna be a great cop someday and he leaps into the air punches through the like glass dome around the little father's head inside this monster and presumably like caves it in or something because you don't really get to see how he does it but he he explodes the head yeah um it's cleaving off his arm in the process yeah right it's like a full-on massive just explosion at the source uh of impact and uh his head is gone the monster's dead the girl who's been strapped to a table this whole time is conveniently fine and dressed yeah so i guess she got up during the fight and put on some clothes um and then he and jc sister jc leap out of the building as it starts to explode alexis i guess we just kind of assume blows up in that or escaped on her own too but we really don't deal with like what happens to her on screen and she's like i have this and it's like the same data disc from the flashback with blade and his dad and he's like i i don't care if you destroy everything because i have all the data on here and we're like great cool yeah Surely, surely it didn't cost you millions of dollars to build this lab. Right. Hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, this won't be a big setback for you or anything. Um, and then and then they're like, return to the city. The end. Close. Credits. <laughs> right. There's no like aftermath no discussion. Dana-ma. No, nothing. I'm Just honestly damn. thankful for that. Like, right. I, like, I don't need it. Over. Like, it's never good in any of these animated movies we see. Like, I don't need the fucking, like, oh, here's us, like, taking it easy, or here's us saying our goodbyes to one another, here's us in the hospital room, here's our freeze yeah. frame with us all jumping in the air. Uh, I, I don't need I any mean, of I mean, I kind of love the freeze frame. Sure, it's great, <laughs> but it's like, whatever. Like, I, yeah. they could they could have frozen the last frame of the fucking chopper flying away, and it would have been fine. Um, sure. But they, they, they cut they cut the black and the credits roll. And then the weird thing is they roll the English uh, dub credits yeah. first, which I looked high, we... high and low on the on yeah. the internet for like an English dub of this movie. And I think it only exists on like the VHSs that were originally produced. Yes. Um, yeah. So we watched it on Crunchyroll with mm-hmm. English subtitles with the Japanese uh, voices. Um, but I there was re- apparently a re-release in 2003, Wow, which is so weird to me that anyone would put more money into this movie after the first run where they were like, well, that that flopped hard. You gotta but have maybe, it. Maybe now yeah. the world is ready. Maybe it's like a Charles <laughs> Sunshine where it's like, you know, there's a real cult following for it now. Yeah, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> like Firefly, I don't know. Um, Man, what a disaster. Like had some cool visuals that really made it like like, up to the halfway point of the movie i was like this is not gonna be a terrible viewing experience (laughs) oh nick because because at least i get to see heads explode and that's cool and then in the back half of the movie they just gave up on that Uh they were just like all right you got all the cool stuff you're gonna get now now you're just waiting for it to be over yeah um big disappointment but it's a shame and it's hard to have a big disappointment in something that I had zero expectations for going in, but it pulled it off. Yeah. Well, you know, every day yeah. a new low. So for that reason, I have to give this movie a two out of 10. Oh man. We, we have, we have to put, we have to put 
Joe's two out of ten and like the Ark of the Government Covenant and it can only Cover- be and it can only be unleashed the Ark of the Government. Uh with with Joe's appearance on the show, oh, I think. You're gonna take it away. He's my brother, I can steal from him. Um it's a very like I mean, honestly, a two out of ten is a more reasonable review i think for this movie maybe you could go up to like a four at best wow double it's not worth score. watching it's it's below watch level okay. right like it's like why would you watch this if you don't have to mm-hmm. if you're not a part of this podcast <laughs> don't watch this movie um if you're a huge sin head which is why i assume sin fans call <laughs> themselves yeah uh if you're a huge bankini um go ahead and watch this film otherwise i mean it's on it's on crunchyroll for free it's funny because they tease you on crunchyroll it's like we're only going to show you the first episode before you have to register an account (laughs) and i'm like dude there's only one episode because it's a movie that you somehow classified as like a miniseries or something so screw you um but yeah it's it's not great it's like nick said it has some cool visuals that are un- unoriginal for the most part it's it's you'll see a lot of aesthetics that you've seen in a lot of either anime or movies or games uh and yeah i don't know if you like over the top yep. anime gore if you like cliches of every cyberpunk anime ever yeah maybe this one's for you maybe maybe this maybe this has your number um, cliche without substance yeah i'll give it like a five out of ten i didn't hate watching it yeah i can't go that high well you know that's what i'm here for to be the to be I'm the looking optimist. at this review here uh-huh and somebody says that they tried the their words this is uh the the t-h-e-m this, everything has a, a period after it so some kind of acronym them anime reviews um the really sick thing is that ADV tried the unique tactic of subtitling two completely different stories over the same footage, which meant they purposely kept the plot of this movie ambiguous as possible to facilitate two storylines. What? What's the other movie? Like they A-B tested this movie? I, I don't know. He doesn't explain, or they don't explain, excuse me, further. Like which? How do I see the other movie? <laughs> yeah, did we watch the good one or the bad one? It, well, <laughs> <laughs> it can't get worse than this, can it? I don't know. Um, <laughs> you know, famous last words, Nick. I really want to know if anyone <laughs> has it. I don't know if there's any way to get it to us, but I would love to know what the other version is. And we could even do like a supplemental episode, like sure. just like a yeah. here's what the differences are if it's not dramatic or whatever. Like, what is the other movie? That might be hearsay, though. Like, not yeah, to fully discredit. This I mean, I'm, I'm pointing to this one review that's saying it is a thing. So, like, it, if it is, that's the source I got it from. I'm not. I didn't get it anywhere else. So, could just be that. It could be a rumor. It could be whatever. But. I want to believe kind of because it does feel like that. Like these pieces didn't really make sense together, but if it was not done with intent to make it all make sense together, because they were going to overlay a different script. Like that's very curious. Who knows? Yeah. You couldn't change. You could change only so much. 
with uh you can change a lot because you can move pieces and parts around okay and then you completely change the dubbing and the subtitles you could make a very different movie hmm. i mean think about like kung pao enter the fists or what is it, it is it enter yeah, the fist yeah, yeah. yeah um like the way they took pieces of movies and made an entirely different movie granted with also you know green screening in but it's it's so possible to make something so different like i don't assume that it would be the exact same sequence of scenes i assume it would be you know cuts this one a little different cuts that one a little different moves sure. this and around but maybe it would explain a lot of the missing pieces of this maybe it'd be great we get Topher grace on the job make a fantastics in the movie <laughs> yeah yeah put him out there on that man i want to know i want to know so the dvd that came out in 2003 me? does have extra features i wonder if it has any does it have captain blade in a turtle costume bowing his head because the twin towers just fell <laughs> for a moment of silence yeah um and you can't even get this movie on amazon they have the other Sin movie <laughs> that has nothing to do with this um, and Sin City, but no Sin the movie. Well, that's a shame. You know what I want to know, Nick? I'm on a quest now, Dylan. What? What would you like to know? I would like to know what our next movie is. Oh, man. Let me tell you by asking Dylan, what's our next movie? Well, let me tell you, Nick. Our next movie is Zone of the Enders, colon... 2167 Idolo. Idolo? 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 Sure. Idolo Creed. Idolo versus Idolo Creed. Idolo, look at me. Because I don't know. Yeah, you keep working on that. (laughs) Come back to it next episode. See if you got one. I'll do that. Look (laughs) at you later, Nick. All right, hold on. We're coming We're back. back. We're back. <laughs> hold on. We we learned some new information so Nick doesn't spend the next decade of his life trying Seeking to out <laughs> under the movie. other sin movie. Yeah. So I did some some digging while we were sitting here talking after the episode and using the power of the Wayback Machine found out that on Anime Jump, a anime review website, there was Jump. a review that explained this a little bit better. Uh, on Anime Jump, um, the reviewer, I was trying to find their names, Mike Tool, uh, says that basically, as he was going through, the story is that the Sin DVD will have two subtitle tracks, one that's a straight translation of the Japanese dialogue, and one that's a version of the story told in the dub. Uh, he goes on to explain that basically they're using the exact same footage, and even ADV, the group that was putting out the DVD, advertised as two movies in one but no, it's just one movie with an audio track or uh, with a dub. Sorry, I'm going to get this right <laughs> with a subtitle track that matches the dub and a subtitle track that yeah. matches the original Japanese. So it is two slightly different movies and they do tell slightly different stories, but they are not two different cuts of the movie. Right. They're not radically different movies. Yeah. So less exciting and puts a close on that mystery then and there. Well, we'll close one mystery and open up another when we watch Zone of the Enders.